0: A Україна П
1: You're all waiting for some edge, you're all waiting for some noidy goodness, and we're all here to provide that for you. It's me, Lady Roxy, Countess of Edge, and obviously I'm joined by my colleagues as ever.
2: It's Alan.
0: Hi, I'm Alan. And Drew. Hi, I'm Drew Boxicle.
2: And how are you guys doing? Ah, well, I I've I've been very good. Uh, thank you. Uh spent some time at the beach last week, uh, as I mentioned. Uh it was it was very dark because there's no more sunlight anymore. Uh and uh, and my cult have now disappeared. So easy come, easy go. That's what my uh, mum says.
1: I'm sorry to hear that they've disappeared, Alan. Um It's alright. Any news from you, Drew?
0: Well, I mean it, it's much easier to get into the studio now though the uh, the cults aren't crowding our passage. Um mm yeah i feel a little bit yeah i feel a little bit down uh you know on alan's behalf but um yeah i guess if if he can be easy come easy go about it i guess i can too but so on the subject of easy come easy go um i think i might have made a fool of myself earlier in in the series um
1: That doesn't Uh, sound like you.
0: No, and I would like to assure Bow Wow Wow (laughs) are proud sponsors and keen supporters of all things Noid and professional. Professionalism, they value professionalism. And I think I got giddy a few episodes ago and became very overexcited about my relationship with... um, uh, a very attractive, delightful, and uplifting robot, um as I thought she was at the time. I won't say her name ever again, but um apparently all was not as it appeared, and she was not actually a robot; she was just a human fraudster, pretending to be a robot
1: oh, oh drew but that that's not I, I don't that's not you making a fool of yourself that's that's on her.
0: I mean the, the foolishness has not necessarily ended that point um, I did in my I don't like to speak about human emotions with reference to myself but in my grief I did go out and buy um, an automated vacuum cleaner and we did get married ah! yeah that's how I feel about it now as well Alan ah! you're right help help me Help! But she Help! looked lovely in her veil She looked Help! so pretty Help me But she couldn't get the corners body. of my flat clean Help! She was a rubbish vacuum cleaner ah! <laughs> ah! Get me out, okay, child. So,
1: Let's find out what's on today's show
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. On do? Lady Roxy will be interviewing a nine-year-old who's been magically transported into the body of a 35-year-old. We'll also be reviewing Bow Wow Wow's latest cartoon, Gutsy the Half Horse, and One and or Zero, the choose-your-own-adventure book that's written entirely in binary.
2: We've all seen them. They mainly come out in the darkness, and now that darkness is everywhere, we see them all the time. But here are the best nonchalant reactions to witnessing a monster coming to attack you. Number one. Uh. Number two. Huh. Number three. Oh, I'll get over you Number four! Oh my god! I'm my eyes! My eyes! Oh my god! Oh. Take my eyes back. Oh my god! eyes Oh my god! eyes! Number five! Oh my god! I love chocolate brownies! There's a monster! Number six! Oh, number seven! Ooh. Hmm. Number eight! Oh. Number nine! And number ten! Those are the top 10 nonchalant reactions to witnessing a monster! Try them out! Now that the darkness is here... Mom! She's not... She's
0: not... Look,
1: your mum's mom, your your not going to be she's, in the interview with us. Uh, that was part of our specifications. She's.
3: She's not listening anyway.
1: Hi guys, it is Lady Roxy with you. I have got an exclusive interview today. So today I am interviewing Naomi Freeman, who I'm sure you have all seen on the news this week. She's actually come to Noid Culture really with asking for our help and knowing that our our audience are full of noids like you guys, that's a lot of expertise, a lot of science, a lot of wisdom. And Naomi's actually hoping that we we can help her with this. So... Please do tweet us, get in touch, Skype us, do whatever you need to do guys because Naomi really does need your help. So, welcome Naomi. Thank you for speaking to us. Hello. <laughs> um Naomi, you've met me. I'm Roxy. Um so I Hello Roxy. Host... Hi Naomi. <laughs> um I'm one of the hosts on Noid Culture. Um can you tell the audience what it is that you're asking for some help with?
3: Well, it all happened two weeks ago. Well, I was watching my mummy and she was well, she was telling me that there was things that I didn't understand because I wasn't a grown-up and I thought that was very unfair and so I wished that I could be a grown-up. And it happened. And now I'm an actual grown-up. I I'm an actual an actual grown up. So, how old were you when your mum told you that? I was 9, which I think is I think is quite grown up actually.
1: I think I think 9 is quite grown up. It is. So, how old are you now?
3: Well, I don't exactly know. I think that I'm about 35 because my mum is 35. And I think that I am the same age as her. Is that because of how you look? Yes. Yes, I look old now. So what, what
1: happened when you woke up that next day and you were... I mean, I, I hesitate to agree with you about old. Uh, that's, I'm about 35.
3: Um, you're, you're old. But what happened...
1: <laughs> what happened when you woke up and thought you were about 35?
3: Well, I was a lot taller, and I thought that was very strange, because I must have grown a lot in the night, Um, but then I do eat lots of vegetables. Um, I thought it was very strange, because (laughs) I had had boobies. (laughs) <laughs> and I thought it was so, funny. <laughs>
1: were you scared, or wait, did you just think it was funny?
3: Well, at first I thought it was very funny, <laughs> but I was very confused. I thought that maybe I was dreaming. <laughs> but then I went downstairs, and and my mummy, she was, she was very shocked. <laughs> So what did your mum do? Well, she thought that I was my cousin, but there is no way that I could be my cousin because she lives in a different country to me and so why would she be in my house?
1: Do you, do you think that that might have just seemed like a more reasonable explanation to your mum because your cousin could come over from another country but I don't think it's ever been known before that someone would turn 35?
3: Yes, but she lives in a different country. How how did she get there overnight?
1: I mean, yeah, with the outbreak, actually, that would be pretty tricky. Um, how how did you convince your mum that you were you and not your cousin?
3: Because I told her embarrassing things about her that she didn't, that no one else would know. <laughs> <laughs> what what kind of embarrassing things were they? <laughs> she uh, she will tell me off. <laughs>
1: and uh, well, she, no, your parents have signed that <laughs> you, your mum's signed a release form, which means that you can tell us anything, um, and your mum's happy for that to go out uh, to all our listeners. And it, this some of this might help uh, people help you. So you could tell us anything that you um, <laughs> those embarrassing things about your
3: mum. <laughs> well, I told her. Um, that she does very smelly trumps, <laughs> and and she and other people don't know that because she doesn't do them outside of the house, um, and I told her her middle name, and I told her her date of birth,
1: and so it sounds like you you there was a lot of things you knew about your mom, so you've told her those things, yes. and then
3: what did she do? Well, she said. Um, that she would have to talk to my grandma about it and think about what to do. So um, we had some breakfast and we talked about what we would do. And she said that it was a very good job that it is the school holidays at the moment and that hopefully no-one at school will find out.
1: Well, let's hope no-one at school is a fan of noid culture then. okay so today we are going to review the new choose your own adventure book one and or zero that's written entirely in binary it's i i love this i i actually wrote my phd entirely in Thailand binary um so i found this quite easy to read um i don't know how you guys found it
2: i found the uh the story to be much more engaging than, than most books is there's only two two letters to read.
1: Which is one of the beauties of of Binary, of course. Uh, Drew, how did you get it, find it?
0: Yeah, I I initially uh, read it phonetically um, and in order, which um, I think choose your own adventures, that's not not normally... I mean, normally you maybe need to read them phonetically, but not... um, Anyway, then I ran it through Google Translate, which was not successful. Um... Uh, and then I asked my vacuum cleaner to help, and uh, she really enjoyed it.:
1: Wow, um one of the things that, that I really liked about this is obviously I mean I'm a, a bit of a sucker for choose your own adventure books because they' kind of they are a bit of a childhood thing for me, really, they were quite a big thing at the point. Um, but with this one, um, you can do the accompanying personality test at the end, so the ending that you get, you can find out what that says about you, which I thought was a real good twist. Like what did you find out?
0: Um, personally, I didn't uh, like. I didn't get to that point in the book. I'll be honest. Um, my vacuum cleaner, Lolly. She really didn't want to relinquish the book after a certain point. It became very important, but almost totemic to her. I kind of. I don't want to say a bible because that. Fit, I mean, it was. It was to her. It was her. Uh, anyway, I didn't, I didn't get to do the uh, the, the test. Um, I don't know if Alan did Alan.
2: Yeah, I I got I got my uh, uh, my personality tested. Uh, do you want me to read it out? Uh, yeah, I'd be really interested to hear what you got, Alan. It was uh, uh, 0101 0011 0111 zero one zero one zero zero one one zero one 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 zero 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 one 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 zero zero one zero. I, un- I, I, I really feel like the zero one one zero 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 one. <Front room> 0111 zero 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 one zero
1: one zero I, I mean it really sums you up alan it's got your personality spot on
2: yeah yeah i i i i felt really warm inside when i read it like it knows me it knows it knows what i will become
1: um, mine was a bit uh a bit, i guess it's a bit funny it said that i was uh probably a heartless psychopath which obviously i kind of am it's kind of funny so i really liked that
0: yeah, that's so strange that because my vacuum cleaner, Lolly, she got the same thing.
1: Wow, I think we've, maybe we've got a lot in common.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe the two of you should meet.
1: Oh, I'd really like that. Uh, next dinner party, we'll get together.
0: Yeah, um, I think so- I think she might prefer to go over yours. If I'm honest, I think she uh, she finds it a bit cooped up in my flat with the with the boards over the windows and the. You have a growing darkness.
1: Well, she's she's absolutely welcome to to join me. Um, we could work back through the back catalogue of the the binary choose your own adventure books.
0: Oh, she'd love that. She'd love that.
1: Yeah. Um, but like I say, I I loved this. I thought it was great. Um, so, okay, marks out of five. What what do you think?
2: Well, uh, I I really really enjoyed it. It was a, it was a lot of fun um, finding out who I am inside i'm gonna give it a four out of five
1: uh, drew how how did you find it,
0: it take her I i'm not gonna fight have her and have her have your four out of five
1: uh, okay um so and yeah and i'd say i like I say i loved it thought it was great really brought back some nostalgia um i'm a little bit sad that it didn't work out for you drew so i'd, I'd concur and give it a solid four out of five as well so brilliant four out of five for one and or zero So it looks like um, when your mum had gone to speak to your grandma, um, since you've been on the news since then, so they've obviously tried some things and you've obviously ended up coming to Noid Culture for help and I'm really hoping that we can help you. But what, what sort of things did you try to get back to
3: your old self? Well, my my mum says that she, she thought that maybe I, I might need to kiss someone um because she said that that's how things happen like that in stories, so I tried that, but it was gross, and I didn't like it um and it didn't and it was Who did too you p- kiss? well w- when i went when I went on the telly um i I had to kiss a boy on the telly, but well <laughs> he he was a man. He was an an he was an old man, and I had to kiss him, and it was disgusting, and I didn't like it, and it didn't work.
1: That does sound quite disgusting.
3: Yes. Um.
1: So, do you think there's any good things about being as you are right now?
3: Well, I can reach a lot of things, and that's and that's really easy, and it's really funny because. My mummy tried to put some things out of my reach, but now that I can reach them, (laughs) like sweets, and I can have as many as I want.
1: So are there any other bad things about it then?
3: Because I look like a grown-up, everyone thinks that I should do boring things, like old people do, like sit and drink tea and watch the telly and talk. (laughs) <laughs> and talk about boring things
1: <laughs> do, you, do you know what sort of stuff we talk about on the Noid Culture podcast
3: mm. is this why my mummy thought that it would that I should be on here
1: um, I think because we do a lot of kind of science things I think maybe she thought um, some of our listeners and some of the experts that we know uh, might be able to help so I have had some correspondence. So, um, Mr. Stevens from Stoke has
3: written in. Um, <laughs> Mr. Stevens so Mr. Stevens from Stoke. <laughs> so he's he's a priest. Do you know what a priest is? Yes, yes. I had a christening, and um, and a priest put some water on my head. <laughs> so, yeah. Priests put water on people's heads, and they marry them. Yeah,
1: so they they do those things, but they also do um, something called an exorcism. So I don't know if you've ever heard of that before. What's that? So it's a little bit difficult to explain. But do you know? Do you if you think of ghosts? So do you know about ghosts and what they are?
3: Yeah, they're they're scary. Yeah, they can be
1: scary. So there's ghosts and there's um, demons. So demons are like monsters from hell. So I don't know if you've heard of those.
3: This sounds really scary.
1: So it is quite scary, but I think what Mr Stevens is saying, that it might be something he can help with, because one of the things that might have happened is that um, you might have a demon from hell inside you. So... It might not be that you're in an adult body. It might be that you are. They call it possessed. So that's when, like a monster from hell or like a ghost, gets into you, and makes you think and do strange things. So Mr. Stevens then comes. Um, is it like? Is it like magic? Yeah. So the, maybe like the monsters and ghosts are like bad magic. So if you've seen and if you've seen the Henry Pooter films. Um, we've reviewed those before on Noid Culture, so they have like bad wizards and good wizards. So maybe like the mon- the hell monsters are like bad wizards, and then Mr. Stevens, the priest, is like a good wizard. And is it
3: like am I am I a good am I am am I a good wizard? So
1: yeah, I think um, Naomi is a good wizard, but the monster that's maybe got into her. This is only one theory. This is a theory from Mr. Stevens, but in this theory. Um, the monster inside Naomi is a bad wizard
3: I don't like his theory so we all know and love
1: early noughties sitcoms it was a dream era for the sitcom but here are the top 10 most historically accurate time travel scenarios from early noughties sitcoms Number one, the dinosaurs being wiped out, on our favorite show, people who hang out with each other. Like, they, we didn't even know, as a species, how that happened until it happened on that show. Number two, the assassination of JFK in Wise Guys. Answered a lot of questions about the grassy knoll and all those sorts of things. Oh, what kind of hell? we top, top marks for realism there. Really, really brought more. it home for
0: us. You seem like a nice guy.
1: Uh, number three, the invention of vaccination. That that was also actually from Wise Guys. Um, they, they straddled a lot of time periods um, and they actually went back and, and looked in real depth at how horrifically people died before we invented vaccination. Ew, so uh, <laughs> spot on for realism. Number four, the Wall Street Crash. From Shadowhopper, the early years really weirdly went back, showed the desperation, the, the devastation, and how Shadow Hopper really kind of started forming, well before he'd even been born. Just think of it, Albert.
2: The shareholder value. Billionaires reduced to millionaires at a stroke.
1: Amazing. Number five, the invention of the printing press. Um, that was from Spratootin, the cartoon series. Um, we remember that, it was short lived in the early 90s. Um, but my god, had they got the invention of the printing press down, we, we saw how he Perhaps, made it, I... it, how he built it, how he lost a hand in it. Oh, all the direct <laughs> parts of history. Number six, The End of the World. Um, that was from uh, the again short lived sitcom, Beautiful Days. And, uh, Some could argue that technically the end of the world hasn't quite happened yet, so we don't know, but if you look back and watch that you'll be able to see some of what's coming. Number 7, Henry VIII and his many wives. Um, That was shown in one of our longest running sitcoms, Daffodil Dreams. and it, it was so weird that they they married the two in. So Daffodil Dreams, as you probably remember, was actually set in the early 90s, although it was a naughty sitcom, um, that nostalgia kind of feel. But when they went back in time and actually oh, met course. Anne Boleyn, um, wow, again, been, so many misconceptions. Number eight, World War II in The Magical Horse. <laughs> World War II, not really a funny subject most of the time, but in The Magical Horse... That, I mean, considering that The Magical Wars was set in the 60s, they got 50 out of 60 episodes out of World War II, all in, like, pitch-perfect detail. It's, it's how I passed my history GCSE, actually. Number nine, Leonardo da Vinci's first painting as seen in people who hang out with other people. Amazingly, they went back and watched him as he he, from the conception of the art right through to having it as a full painting. Um, And we could see his thought process, his muse. A little bit
0: of paint, a little bit of paint. Everything about Leonardo da Vinci.
1: You wouldn't expect that. And finally, number ten, The Sinking of the Titanic from amazing dreams and wonderful things. Again, that was, it was set of new day, early noughties, lots of noughties fashion, and they had that bottle episode where they, they went down to the wreckage of the Titanic, uh, went back in time and answered all our questions about how, why, who, what, where, all of the Titanic questions in perfect detail. And that's the top ten. Okay, so I do have some more theories. Um, so I've got Donna Symington. Um, she's a laboratory assistant. Um, she actually lives in California, so that's all the way over Ooh, in America. I've heard of California. Yeah. It's very famous. Um, and she, she works on um, projects, uh, science projects, where they, they change people's genetics. So I don't know if you've ever heard of that
3: what's that I I haven't no I haven't heard of that
1: so your genetics are um they're kind of what makes you a human so if you have things like if are you right or left-handed
3: I'm left-handed
1: so that's a um, part of your genetics so your mum and dad will have given you some genes that said you're going to be left-handed and it ha- it ha- that
3: happens when you have a baby. <laughs> that seems like a very strange thing for jeans to say. <laughs> so these, these are
1: not like, they're not like the jeans that you wear. They're like the jeans that are inside
3: you. Um, so that happens when when a baby is you, conceived. Uh, they're like talking jeans. <laughs> So, have yeah, they have are. They have like you got Jordan talking jeans.
1: jeans. <laughs> Everybody has these kind of jeans. <laughs> yes. So this is jeans and it's not spelled with a j like what you wear. It's oh. spelled with a g. So Donna thinks um, that you might have had um, some of your genes rearranged at a cellular molecular level and that's turned you into a new person.
3: I think Donna is a silly person. I haven't been wearing the same pair of jeans all of the time that I've been, um, old. I have changed my clothes and nothing has changed.
1: Okay, so that's, I mean, Donna's theories is just one of the many theories. So, um, I've also got, um, um, Alistair Windrush. Um, he's a Wiccan, um, and he is not sure if you've been in contact with any, um, potions or um have done anyone any wrong and they may have placed a curse on you
3: maybe
1: so you think you think you have done somebody some wrong so someone could have cursed you
3: well maybe uh, like i might have done some things that are wrong but
1: don't don't tell anyone Okay, well, you can tell me and I won't tell anyone because you're only
3: talking to me right now. No, no, because, no, because my mummy will listen to this and and she will tell me off.
1: Okay, so you think you may have done some things that are wrong?
3: No. Yeah. Shh.
1: Okay, so I'm going to put Alistair's theory in the perhaps column.
3: Okay, perhaps. So...
1: So Alistair might be someone that can help us with this.
3: I I think that is a very good idea.
1: And do you think... Because um, I know, obviously, you saw some doctors and things as well.
3: Yes. Yeah. Um, do you think there's anything more they can do? They, they just kept saying that they hadn't seen this before, which is silly, because I haven't seen it before either. So that's not helpful.
1: Because I have had um, a few bits of correspondence in... Uh so sorry, that means if where people have, have written to me. And a lot of them are from people who are like doctors or scientists or people that work in laboratories. Um and a lot of them um uh, so I don't know I don't know if you will understand, I don't know if you know this word, but a lot of them are saying um they'd really like to dissect you. What? Uh, to get to the the bottom of what's happening.
3: Is that what um is that what happens to frogs? It's one of the things that happens
1: to frogs. But I'm not a frog. Well, we, t- to be fair, we don't know that for certain, because it's not very clear what you are.
3: Yes, but I don't think I'm a frog.
1: But two weeks ago, you didn't think you were 35.
3: Well, that is true, but I think I think that is silly, that I am a frog. and Well,
1: I don't think that you're a frog, but I think a lot of people would like to see... Um, what's going on inside you, I suppose?
3: So, do I have to open my mouth really wide? That could be one way of doing it. Or do they look in my ears?
1: They would probably do that a bit as well.
3: Okay. Well, I don't know what that will do, but I'm okay with dissecting.
1: Okay. So, I will make that known. Um, Naomi is, is... okay with dissection, um, just for research purposes.
0: Okay guys, it's reviews time, Um, and now we are going to talk about a brand new cartoon. Now this is a franchise we've sort of spoken about before on the show, because we got the very first look at this, the first ever dog food sponsored superhero character uh, he initially had uh, a very short-lived uh, comic book run um for reasons that really can't be explained but we looked at this uh, character in its early stages he is a uh, semi-rendered horse wearing a tarpaulin as a cape and he is gutsy the half horse um we got to see uh, the first six episodes of this new uh, epic cartoon serial uh, where we meet Gutsy the Half Horse and all his bow wow wow endorsing friends. Guys, what did you think of this?
1: Uh, well, you know, Drew, I love a bit of entrails. Uh, so, this was. I did wonder when it was going to be like a cartoon. I thought it was going to be quite childlike, so I was a bit worried that it wouldn't be for me. But actually, I mean, it's horrific. I I'm very surprised that they let children's eyes look at this, but they do, and I I'm a big fan. And the storylines, you know, they're a bit weak. They're possibly not the the you know they don't really have much of an arc to them a lot of the time. It is mainly just gutsy traipsing around with his entrails on the floor. I, I love that sort of stuff. So yeah, so it was always going to be a go for me.
0: Yeah absolutely and and recommended age range 7-13 to and to see a horse uh, garrotting to death one of his rivals with his own intestine, it's not what you'd expect but Alan how did you find it?
2: I'll be right back
0: I mean I did anticipate some level of this reaction was hoping that maybe get it out of his system before we before we made it to air, but I suppose it's the, the memories coming back to him fresh. Um, I, I'm not
1: sure how much Alan managed mm-hmm. to even see of the cartoon because he does tend to have a bit of a reaction to these things.
2: Alan is not feeling very well
0: right now. Um, no. N- 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 oh, no. No. Um, do you do you happen to know his opinions on the cartoon? Did he, did he did he let you know? Did he enjoy it? The cartoon. The cut the cut that Alan watched a cartoon. Did, the cartoon. Did he, did he like the cartoon with the horse? It's a half-rendered horse.
2: Nose. Five out of five. <laughs>
0: Well,
1: um, I mean that's an, an, yeah, it's an unprecedented five out of five. That's
0: it. It doesn't necessarily seem to entirely. There's there's a disconnect, isn't there, between that scoring and and Alan's physical physical state. Um, there
1: is, but then Drew, if you think about all the things that Alan's reviewed in the past, um, he stayed conscious for this
0: one. That's true, and uh, in a way. He is uh, he's mimicking the behavior of Vomitocron, the uh, the leader of um Guts of the half Horse's enemies. So I, I guess that's what we're seeing. Are you cosplaying Alan? Are you are you, are you cos, cos, cosplaying the, the the character from the cartoon? I need to go to sleep yeah and that, that
1: happens in the cartoon as well so this could just be really good cosplay Alan is good at that sort of stuff
0: yeah prob- probably probably an appetite. oh yeah because uh, the napocrat is the um, is another of the villains a- again there's no real arc is there you, you see the napocrat for, for kind of one episode and then he's violently beheaded by the uh, the, the top of a, a tin can um you kind of wanted to see a bit more, you know, maybe a half-season arc for for the Nappocrap, but um, and all he really did was make children uh, go to sleep before uh, their dog's feeding time. But I suppose that's bad, isn't it? Because the dogs miss their their feeding from from their. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. a lot of
1: those dogs died, didn't they? So. It, I it thought wasn't... they
0: wouldn't be that graphic. Yeah, I thought they'd just think that dog discomfort was enough. But I think I think Bauer really wanted to drive home. Three meals a day, premium bow, wow, wow, or your dog will die
1: and in fair the, in the, so showing it in that uh long drawn out horrific way, yeah, uh, eyes melting really,
0: yeah. tongues falling out of skulls um, and Alan is really copying that well, he is acing the cosplay today, that face is literally melting off his body um. <laughs>
1: Actually, that, yeah, I'm starting to see Alan's old face underneath the old lady, Alan.
0: Yeah, I can see kind of uh, drawling, kind of wrinkles sliding down to about nipple level. It's, it's like those adverts where they pretend that you can have a younger face by peeling off an old woman's face and being a, a young model underneath, but, but it's Alan, a refreshed and, and magical looking Alan. Hi, I'm Alan. Oh, Alan, um, what did you think of the cartoon? Mark out of five? I've given it a five out of five. He really did love it that much. Incredible. Yeah, you know it was great. I'm with you, Alan. I love it, and I love Bow Wow Wow. Five out of five.
1: I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you guys. I'm so excited right now. Five out of five.
0: Wow, this is unprecedented. The world is going to change. Gutsy the Half Horse has changed everything. And I can see again.
2: One of the
1: other things I've received quite a lot of, um, probably quite angry tweets about is, and again, I don't know if this is a word that you will understand, Naomi. Do you know what malingering means?
3: Mm. No, but I like the word. It sounds nice.
1: It's quite a fun word, but it, it actually means like...
3: Malingering. Yeah it means faking. Malingering. So there's a
1: lot of people who are saying this is clearly a 35 year old woman who is trying to take our taxpayers dollars by pretending to be a small child and inventing a new form of disability. This is Great England and we will not stand for this. I've heard a lot of tweets like that.
3: Why? Why are they angry though? Are they sad?
1: I think a lot of people on the internet are sad and angry all the time about everything, constantly.
3: That's, that's really sad. I remember that I, I've been sad before and when I was sad um, I talked to my friend and, um, and she helped me to not be sad. So I think what they should do is talk to their friends to make them not sad
1: people on the internet don't have any friends
3: huh? i think what we need to do is we need we need to set up a like a friend service for them on the internet so that they can be friends and because if if there's a lot of people and they all don't have friends then then we need to like Make them meet each other, and then maybe they will be friends, and then they won't be sad or angry.
1: Yeah, it's very hard to hang out and make plans, you know, as a a grown up. Why? Because we're very busy.
3: Well, that's very silly.
1: But it's if no, if you thing is, if you're busy, it's because you're important, and that's that means you're like a better person than your friends. So if your friends are not as busy as you, it's because they're not as good people as you so you're like a better person so that's why with grown-ups like if you are if you can't do something and you can't hang out it's because you're better than everybody else
3: this is why I want to be nine this is so silly and stupid and I don't understand and I don't like it and adults are stupid
1: I guess now that you are technically 35 um one of the things that you could do when you're feeling sad is you can now buy alcohol
3: yes but it tastes yucky
1: have you heard of cocktails yet
3: my mummy likes those
1: i bet she does
3: but it's funny because it it says cock (laughs) (laughs) cocktails cocktails (laughs)
1: okay so naomi thank you so much for speaking to us and i'm hoping that some of our theories have been helpful cocktails more experts that are going to come on board um is there anything else you want to tell uh, people who listen to Noid culture or you want to tell me or you want to just get out there into the world
3: if you are sad and you are angry have cocktails
1: wise words indeed please, anyone who's got a solution for Naomi, please get in contact through the normal channels, our Facebook, our Twitter uh, our Person Archive because that's what it's called, please get in contact through the normal channels, you can get us on Person Archive you can do tweets at us you can write to us, you can send us a Herbium Pigeon whatever, um, please correspond with us about a solution for Naomi um, but that is all from me Lady Roxy and Naomi Bye! Bye. Cocktails! <laughs> Uh, Can you believe it? We've managed to pack almost an hour full of noisy goodness, but that is all we've got for this week. Um, Give us a like, give us a subscribe, tell all your friends, share it on Person Archive. I've been Lady Roxy, Countess of Edge, and I've been with
0: Drew Boxicle,
2: and I've been Alan, and I'm free of the old lady face! I can't
0: believe it! She's gone! Hooray! Bye! Bye! Bye!
2: Goodbye. Alan's not safe.
0: The Void Culture Podcast is presented by Lady Roxy, Countess of Edge, Alan and Drew Boxical. Key research was by Nikki Hindmarch, Tom McGrath and Spleeny Dotson. Naomi Freeman's responsible adult was Claire Byrne. Original music was by Tedious Fanboy. Additional research was from Emily Howes Long. The Noid Culture Podcast is owned, by mind, body, and soul by Bow Wow Wow Incorporated. It was produced by the Mechanical Pig.